It's lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Brooklyn Cafe studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat at the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, or a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in free, 888-994-4995 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. Welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe, and that is the new cafe band that is beginning to shape and form. Dylan on the drums. The band of the hour. Lenny on the piano. Now we're going to need a guitar player, and, uh, and, and we're ready to rock and roll. Very nice job, fellas. Very <laughs> nice. Dylan, <laughs> two thumbs up, baby. You got that rhythm. And I was a little afraid because in practice it didn't sound like that. You're all a little afraid. Be afraid. Be scared. Be very, very afraid, they say. No, be very afraid. You got to be out of your box, out of your element. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe. And uh, what is it today? today Tuesday? Is Tuesday. A beautiful Tuesday afternoon. And the bottom line is that when you are attempting new things, there are always going to be bumps in the road. You just got to get up and go. We are always attempting new things here is what I can tell you. I, and I'm going to tell you, you guys were all laughing at me because you didn't think that, was, that segment was going to work. Oh, we weren't laughing whatsoever. Yes, you were. We were hiding. No. <laughs> I had people screaming at me, like, what are you doing? In the middle of changing the studio around, which we're doing as well. What's that look for? And I don't think I like that look, Ms. Valerie. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, it was funny because Dylan said to me, I don't think so. Okay. Yes, yes, I did. Yes, last night I did hear music. I'm, I'm sorry. Are we, are we doing a show here? Yes, my assistant is working on a piece for me. Okay, so can you wait till commercial for interruption? Astor Abbey. No, because it, we need to run this piece. So she's putting a new piece together for us, for a new sponsor. Well, well I gave you two hours. I went to Linton. I went to different places, came back, and you're still with this. You want to know what we were doing? Loading Amy Ryshevsky's board. What do you mean you were? It took an hour to load her board today. You kidding? No. I was on the phone with Amy Ryshevsky for an hour loading her board for tomorrow. But uh, we went through this. Yes, we went through it. So, but she's all set to go for tomorrow, which is good. And what happened is, all these updates we had, I've been having to change everyone's codes to get in on the system. Yeah, all the codes seem to. So I'm going to have to go in and change some other codes. The other studio is fine. This studio, we've been having to change some codes on. This is the one that had the update. Also, at the uh, WNN studios, I had to change the codes as well. 
on one board so far. I'm going to see if we have to change it in a second. So I just changed the artist studio board, and next I'm going to change um, business kitchen board one at a time to make sure everyone is up and getting on on site what we got to do that's right so what are we talking about today i gotta tell you you know we're opening up which yeah, i'm really I excited about we're slowly opening up to a live studio audience at the brooklyn cafe show and all of our other platforms and friday i'm hoping Where to are you launch looking? that what camera are we that on? one that one that one not this one no that one that one, that one. i'm looking at the wrong camera friday mr I'm hoping producer thanks a lot i'm looking over here to launch that with six okay. which tv they're both the same I'm looking at the, okay, go ahead. With six to ten people. So the crew, they're sweeping, they're mopping, they're getting everything ready and cleaned up for Friday. Yeah, the other one's not even looking anywhere. Okay, you, now <laughs> I, I, I see that you guys put us on one camera, which is pretty good. And I didn't know how you did that because normally that camera's undoing. I guess that one we're using on the guests. We have Leslie Carmen coming in from Carmen Care Cell Rejuvenation Center. She'll be in momentarily. We're going to talk about what she's been doing with Vinny. Careful behind you. There's a camera behind you also. So you good to go? You got everything you needed? No, I, I need I got to tell you, after being here for almost a year, it's amazing to me that we are still always in evolution of growth and doing things. But people are watching. I'm excited. We've got so many new things happening. I was just talking to somebody else today. And she is a traveler, attorney. She has a podcast. A traveler. She travels and she does podcasts and things around the world, except now. Does she need an assistant? I don't know if her husband will like that, but I'll ask her. I'll carry his bags, too. So we're going to talk. I just want to travel. I know. Everyone wants to travel right now. There's no travel happening at the moment. So she's shut down. Well, she's an attorney, so not really. They're still doing their podcast. They're still doing their video creation, and we're going. We're kind of playing around with some ideas for a show, and for a segment. So she's going to send me some of her pitch ideas and go from there. She must be a powerful attorney. Maybe she's in D.C. Really interesting. Takes me back to this show I saw last night that nobody else saw, with Michelle Obama. Nope. I know. I, I had nobody no see. see it. I no see it. I think my daughter saw it. She texted me, and I was falling asleep. Wow, the one day that Val did not bring her camera, I'm watching Lenny Marine mop our theater floor. And, very and Dylan's doing the other side. And I like well, that. Well, this is a well-oiled machine. And I like that you told them one starts at one side and the other starts at the other, and they meet in the middle. So and they can throw the water out. Oh, this is well calculated. I see that. That's impressive. You did and, that very And we well. cleared it out. Teddy wanted that cleared out so that she could throw wise. And we're going to rewire the place and put in six to eight chairs separate. Which and they're really going nice. to be. And they're going to be movable because nothing stands still in there. So it could go four, it could go six, it could go. I think you did a very nice job. You got everything you needed well, we to rock and roll. We ain't done yet. We'll see how much breakage there is. No breakage. No breakage is all I can say. In Fuego, I think they're on. They might be off by now. I'm not I really no sure idea. what they've got going on. But you went and did your thing. Everything else is good for you? I did. I told Fuego, let's go or we don't go. One or the other. And, and Vinny's on the done. board. And Vinny, I'm excited because you're going to share with us when Leslie comes in what you've been going through. The horror. <laughs> she did things to me. you got to talk into a microphone. Oh, right. No yeah. horror. It's all good. First of all, let me let me share a story with you. you got to turn on the uh, mic, too. you got to turn on the mic, too. I used to be a t uh, client. Hello. Or oh, used to. I'm still a client. I was a client of, of her, of hers. And there's a strange, funny story that I'm going to share with you. Leslie had me come in. We had an intern who worked here. 
And this intern came to us, and she was having some very difficult times, psychologically, physically, the whole night. And I met, did I ever tell you? Yeah, I was, you knew this. You remember the intern. You don't remember the intern? She came with her sister. And I went with Leslie, and we worked on this woman. And oh, they yes. called me three days later, and Freddie was involved somehow, which I let Leslie tell the story. And voila, she was, it was all lifted, whatever the hell was going wow, on. that was a long time ago. Yes. But it reminds me of when you guys were talking this morning about the physical and the spiritual and the body all three coming together. That's what it's all about, though, right? We can't take one without the other. And so much of this is what we do all at the same time. And I never shared that story with Vinny because now he's working with Leslie. And it's a true story. You know, I hope someday to meet her again so she could tell the story. What a what a testimonial that thing would be. You go a couple times a week, right, Vinny? Mm-hmm. So while we're getting ready for that, it's game time. Valerie, yes, game time. Game time. Game time. What, what's the game time? Game time. Vinny? There's paper. What is this? There's paper. Val? Am I walking in front? You can walk in front. If anyone else wants the game time. You're going to need pen. You're gonna need a pen. Not really. Oh, you don't need a pen. You don't need a pen. You can just kind of think this through. Teddy, you want to play a game? Well, there's something on it. Game time at the cafe. Here, let's give Teddy one. Who put this together? I found this. On the internet. Hello. Hello. So you could pick one and tell us what it says. Pick a box, tell us a number, and what is it? Chair. You got to pick a number and say what it says. (laughs) Hold on. Get a mic. Get a mic. What is it with you guys? You guys are rookies? Get some mics. Get a mic. Get a mic. Where are the white mics? I know. Oh, right here. Oh, (laughs) I got my bad. A4. Game time at the Brooklyn Cafe Show. And if you want to follow along, you want run. To follow along. <laughs> run, because this looks really strange. Are you confused already? Yeah, what kind of game board is this? It's it's not complicated. Teddy, pick one. Pick Number one is sandbox. Number two, man overboard. Number three is, of course, I get the one that makes no sense. You don't have to go in order. Pick any number. 24... Just you and I want to say you, just me. I want to say just you and me. Just between you and me. Oh, okay, that's pretty. Number good. three is stand over I. Oh, that doesn't mean you make sense. I got seven. It's downtown. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thirteen downtown. chair. Whoa, whoa, I wait can. a minute. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Stop. Oh. Hold on. Number three says I understand. That doesn't make any I sense. I is under the word stand. I understand. Okay, you see, this is why I don't want to play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with it. That's why we love games with Freddie. Give me that. I'm going to give it to Dylan and Lenny. Lenny! I want you to play this game. Here, his pass went over to your valve. Don't everybody give him one, because then we won't have any. Yeah, you keep reading. No, you're going to pick one. I already picked one. I understand. I get the, the, the one that's mental <laughs> okay, upside you down. Pick a box number and tell us your valve. Number 15, touchdown. Okay. Okay, that's good. Well, you gave me the thumbs up. You don't even know what I'm talking about. Because it sounded uh, right. Yes, okay. touchdown. Num- number 17, mind over matter. That's mind good. over matter, nice. Yeah. Six, feet. Six feet underground. Oh. Six feet underground. <laughs> I will never, ever get that one. Six feet underground. I know there's one. I don't know 
Number five no. is, yes, reading between the lines. What is 22? Holy smokes. Oh, number six is Crossroads. Okay, there you go. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me ask you guys a question. I'm just as bad as this What is guy. number 22? Underscore. underscore. Oh, space. Pro nice job, Dylan. Space program. Oh. Number nine space is program. unlevel. Is number nine unlevel? No. Level up. Oh. Level up. Okay, I got you. Okay, I'm going to tell you By something. Level. I'm going to tell you. Split level. This game does not Split work. Level. This game does not work for Puerto Rico. Split level. This game does not work for Puerto Rico. You're going to know this one. What's number 14? You're going to know this one. Hi, Leslie. Okay. Deuce dice. What's Double dice. A pair Two of dice. dice. A pair of dice. Yeah. <laughs> Stupidest game ever created. We're playing a game, Leslie. Oh, Pick a box. Look at number three, Leslie, and tell me if you know what that says. <laughs> Stand I. What do you think oh, it says? It's at that, that. What do you think it says, Leslie? Stand I. No, it has a meaning. What does it mean? Uh, standing for yourself. Standing up for yourself. I understand. Um. You understand the way it works? <laughs> Understand. Okay, now, now look I'm at number four. Now, if you get number four, I'm going to give you the keys to my car. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> oh, read right between the lines. Wow. Thank you, Leslie. Teddy, oh. just your camera. No, not you, because you heard the answer. Aww. Read between the lines. There hey, you go. You can take that away. I'm going to share out the show because I am totally, I got a headache. <laughs> what do you think 11 is? Oh, I know what 11 is. Freddie, look at 11. He may never talk to me again. <laughs> is that knee lights? Uh-huh. Close. We, what kind we, of lights? We need lights. Neon lights. Oh. Oh, oh but <laughs> he hates these games, Leslie. But we do love to challenge him. I'm going to tell you something. When, when Dawn was growing up, she was the smartest fifth grader in the room, right? <laughs> and she did, she took it to another degree. Like, she made My fun of other people because her intelligence was that much more, right? No, so, no, and no. she's going to deny this, but I could see neon lights, really? Out of that? This one. Really? You might know this one. I don't know what this one is. No, that one was already said by Vin Vinny. 21? Vinny said it. What did he say? What's 21? PIC. Uh, C on overseas. the. G.I. Overseas. Oh, oh, nice. G.I. Overseas. Damn, I got number 12. Like, trying to figure it out. So 17 is easy. 17 over matter. Yeah, that's it. Right? I mean, mind over matter. So that's an easy one. Yeah. What's uh, 12? I don't know. It's, I, it's Roman numerals. It says 3 and 1 on the top. Pi equals MC square. No. Know, that's that's going to be a Teddy one for, for sure. Teddy, number look 12. at number 12. <laughs> oh, yeah. Number 12. Crazy. We're gonna go. This is a Teddy one. She's like, huh? Pi equals square. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that, Valerie? Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? Nineteen is Freddy. Mm, it's some sort of jumble. <laughs> I do not know. I don't know what this is. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that one is either. But if you don't know what it is, we're really Oh, lost. 23, you're going to know. Wait, don't you didn't pick out the answer sheet? They didn't have one. 
Ooh. I don't know what it is. C poopy. C blouse. I can't see the second word. What is it? See-through blouse. Oh. <laughs> That's because you're a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> you're a pervert. That's no. why you know that. Did anyone got that is hilarious. A dice? A paradise. Paradise. And forget about it. Only, only a brainiac would get that one. He's beside himself. Oh, okay. That's, that's clever, honestly. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I didn't, I didn't get it because of the hint. I got it because I just came to my head. Yeah. That makes no sense. He's beside himself. Ever say, everyone say he's beside himself or I'm beside myself? What does this have to do with beside? He is next to the beside the word himself. It's beside. It's next to. Okay. He's but beside himself. Am I got number 10? Number 10. Zero de- three degrees below zero. Oh, oh nice, Lenny. Three, three degrees below. Wow, that's pretty. Wow. Wow, nice. Actually, you would know number five, Freddie. Wait a minute, I want to see number three. No, which is the one three degrees? This one is ten. 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 Three degrees below zero. You're going to know this one, though. How do you get three degrees below zero with that? PhD and BS is three degrees below zero. That's awesome. That, that was makes clever. no sense. That was clever. What is number four? What is number four? Number four is reading between, reading the, between the, line. the lines. <gasps> no, let's go back to what number about five? ten. That's awesome. Underwear. What kind? Long underwear. Because long is under the word. Hey, that's an easy one. <laughs> this is fun. Like an evening dinner or something. I want right? to go to number ten. <laughs> number ten. Three degrees below zero. That's uh-huh. genius. That makes that's not genius. This is freaking scary. <laughs> if you got this, I want to have you evaluate. <laughs> Must be a genius. <laughs> what is your IQ? Genius. You must be freaking gifted to get this. That's amazing. We should put this on a t-shirt. It says, can you figure this out on the back? Right? That's fun. This is unbelievable that he got this. Look at number 10. I don't know number 19. I'm trying to figure that one. Glance. Yeah, nobody knows what 19 is. Number 19 is... Yeah, glance, right? That, is, that does stand for glance. Backward glance. Backward glance. Oh, backward, backward, backward glance. glance. Is that, is that expression? Yeah, backward glance. I've never heard that expression. Oh, yeah, I know what that is. You know when a woman walks away, and you know she likes you, and you say, okay, goodbye, and the first one to look backward glance is the one that loves the other. Did you know that? No. It's a true story. True story. You ever see a girl walk away and she looks back over her shoulder? Yeah. That's the backward glance. And how about number 20? I don't even know why the hell I know that. You're going to know this one, too. Death over life or death? You, just me. You, just me. You, you and me. Life. I want to say 20 is yin-yang, but I know that's wrong. Or oh, this one, yeah. 20. Life after death? Death yeah. after li- life after death? Life after death. Because oh. life comes after. Oh. What's yeah. 24? Just between you and me. You got 22? 22. Space program. Dylan got that one. <gasps> that is so smart. I'm Who trying? did this? Who came up with this? Dawn did. No, someone posted it on <laughs> Facebook, and I thought, you never know when you need a game to play. Freddie hates his game. I love it. I think it's great. Just shows you how stupid. Hey, Slee, got number twelve. Thank God this doesn't have anything. We haven't gotten twelve yet, though. Twelve. Let me see. Roman numerals, or I'll say. What is number twelve there, Einstein? Well, well, 
is three and one. I want to say four. Three and one. I don't know. Well, that's a Roman numeral number. Right? Yeah. You guys got number nine already? Number nine is by level. Or I thought it's level up. Or level up. Well, I guess it could be either one. No, it's level up. But I want to know about 12. number 12. We don't know what 12 is. It's like. Do, do, what do, do you do, think do, there, big what guy? What do you think, He's right on it. What's on your phone? Oh, no, I'm How about four-wheel <laughs> drive or something? 31. I want to say three-wheel. What about a four-wheel something? Could be. Four we don't know that one. But the line, like four-wheel four four drive. Four-wheel drive. That might be it. Maybe. Wait a minute. Roman numerals. Three, what, what's the Roman numeral? One. Yeah. Three and one. Three and one? Yeah. It's four. It's four-wheel drive. Four. It could be. I don't know. I have no idea. My own, I'm going to just think outside the box of it. Like 3 1 is like 31, but what's over 3? Is that a zero or something? I don't know if there's zeros. I don't think they are. What do you think, Lenny? Could be. I was. It could be an 8, like two circles close together. Like, mm -hmm. it could be super wrong, though. It could be. Well, I want to tell you, gentlemen, what you do is on your next uh, date, <laughs> you take this paper, you have it laminated. And you say, in order to date me, you have to answer four of these correctly. Wow. And if they don't, run for the hill. Digit City. Ice breaking oh, yeah. conversation. Just go to random girls like, hey, you want to date me? Figure this out. What? This is my dating recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't get at least four out of these, I'm just saying. You ain't in my stratosphere. <laughs> How you like my slick saloon now? You only got 13 chair. Like, I want to say long chair. High chair. High, high chair. chair. Oh, okay. It was easy. High chair. It was easy way. Now, you see, you could give this exam to people that go to your office <laughs> and say, <laughs> if, if you can answer all of these correctly, you don't need me. Right. But if you can't, because number 12 will stoop everybody. Number 12 that will really stoop does. everyone. We're going to have to Where put that up. Where the hell did you get this? I see where you got it. Clive Digby posted it. Oh, oh Clive. Clive, give us a call so you can tell us the answers to number 12. Clive. Where's my puppet, man? Remember my it's puppet? On the, oh, I got no what? Circles of your eyes. Oh, could be. <gasps> that is amazing. Holy you are smokes. just so yeah. smart. You're like a freaking CEO. Yes. Wow. Double CEO. That answer. <laughs> under a circle under your eye. He's right. What? Slick, oh, slick. Do you know you go on a date and you take out a napkin? If you can't get number twelve, I'm sorry. You go on a date and you take out a napkin and you draw this and say, "Do you know what this means?" Circle under your eyes because you have to have multiples. You have to have multiple posture yeah. the eye. Oh, this is that right. number two. I'm gonna tell you something. That is spectacular. You like it? That? That's circles the best pickup line you've ever yeah. seen. Circles under your eyes. That for Digit City. And if you do a cross again, and you don't have any circles under your, your eyes. Your eyes, yes, most definitely. Good job, guys. All right, and that is how we have fun at the Brooklyn Cafe Show when they mop. No, our it ain't. It ain't studio. fun. I gotta tell you, I need an aspirin. <laughs> I feel stupid every time you play these games. You know who this is? Who you should bring in? Yep, that crazy woman. What's her name? Judy. Judy Herman. The the puzzle woman. 
We need to bring Judy Herman. Every time I see these, I think of her. You make her sound like a legend. Like we should bring her. The oh, <laughs> I mean, don't mess with Judy. When you mess, you've never met Judy. No, I never All did. Right. After the show, we call Judy. <laughs> We're gonna put the kids through a rigorous Judy session. What's, what's happening? You see these games? What's she makes them. She does. She creates these. It's okay. And she'll it's tell you, you go, hmm. she goes, Freddie, it's okay, Freddie. He's an idiot. It's okay, Freddie. <laughs> this guy's really stupid. Wow. No, never. No. We started wow. this paperwork Oof. thing. There's numbers, right? And Hector, who happens to be a genius. And this one, Freddie didn't even get out the box. Hector and Teddy, man, they got, boom. What about Hector versus Lenny? Oh, that would be a fun game show. Hector's good, man. He's I don't know if he's good at this. You think he's good at this? We should go show it to Hector. I bet he'll know what it is. Ask Hector what that one is, number two. Show him this. Give him a minute to digest it. <laughs> he's going to go, uh, well, it's this, don't you know? And he's like. He says, uh, what is wrong with you? It's obviously. <laughs> obviously. I know. Hector is just like a genius. Anyway, let's go to commercial break. Give us a call, 888-994-4995, Studio A. When we come back, we're going to talk to Leslie Carmen. Cell Rejuvenation Center, Health and Wellness Institute. We're going to talk about how she's been detoxing one of our interns. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. At Carmen Care Advanced Laser Therapy, our professional team specializes in finding the best alternative laser therapy treatments for your painful conditions. Do you suffer with chronic pain, a post-traumatic injury, or simply looking for the benefits of cell rejuvenation to the skin? Schedule a consultation today to understand how photobiomodulation can help reduce your symptoms, reduce or even eliminate pain. Give us a call today, 561 501-9577. We focus on treating you who has a disease, not a disease that defines who you are. Contact Carmen Care Laser Therapy today, 561-405-9577 or CarmenCareLaser.com. Healing Moments Wellness Boutique specializes in integrating scientific and ancient therapies to relieve physical, emotional, and psychological distress. Through the power of touch, coaching, and meditation, clients experience pain relief, relaxation, healing, and detoxification. Contact Healing Moments Wellness Boutique at 561-931-2187 and experience Boca Raton's Healing Haven. Enjoy the benefits of an individualized treatment plan to help find your feelings of peace, complete balance, and wellness. Call Healing Moments today, 561-931-2187, and be rejuvenated. We are on fire. So let's spread your business like a wildfire. Spotlight your business, ideas, and events through our Brooklyn Cafe TV channel on Amazon Fire. Contact us at 888-224-5422 for more information. Let the whole town, even the whole country, know your message with a click of a button. Together, we ignite. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. 
welcome back. And that is the Brooklyn Cafe Band featuring Lenny and Dylan. Why you laugh? When I get a guitar player in there, I'm going to get a, a violin in there. You're going to say, holy smokes, the crazy man does it again. You watch. <laughs> you nice like job, fellas. <laughs> camp counselor. What is the matter with you? <laughs> Not a camp counselor. They're professionals. We are professionals in what we do. I know. You just amaze me at all that you create. And you do it so effortlessly. What are you, you talking about? They're good. Dylan's <laughs> been playing for 12 years. Lenny, I don't know what planet he's from, but they're good. 100%. And now I got to get some other guys in here to play instruments. You guys sing, backup singers, play guitar, any I, instruments? I play bass a little bit. You have a bass? Yeah, I do. You have one at home? Yeah. Bass. Bring it in. I'm not very good at it. Only know play certain songs. What? That's good at anything. Who's good at anything? We are the best at what we do. Just bring it and just play a tune when they're playing. I'm telling you. No, Teddy. Teddy. Poor Teddy. Teddy, tighten your hair, Teddy. Run, Teddy, run. Tighten your hair. Vinny's bringing a bass. You good, Slut? You're very busy. Yeah. What are you doing over there? What are you doing, uh, Digit City? What are you doing? Yeah, it's some, somewhat of a Digit City. Uh-huh. I have, like, some uh, an entanglement brewing. Really? Yeah. You and some other guy? <laughs> Burn. Why does it? Why do you go going? straight to? No, I know. mean you, a woman and another guy. No, no, no. It's a good woman and a girl, but she has a woman a and a girl. It's a woman. It's a woman. It's a woman. But she has like you know uh, some variables that you know. I don't know if I should go for it. She married. No. What kind it's of variables? She has six toes and a foot. What? No, she don't have six toes and a foot. She just has um. She just has a child. That's it. Okay, pass. Hard pass. Moving on. Next. <laughs> That's it. Next. Next. Eighty-six. It. Move on. Eighty-six. It. How I don't know. old are She's you? very beautiful. I don't care if she's Marilyn she's Twenty-six Monroe. makes no difference. Is she Halle Berry? Is she Halle Berry? Mm. I mean, she does have Is the Halle Berry. Is she Halle Berry? The answer to that would she's be no. She's not Halle Berry. Moving on. Wait, what was, wait, wait, what was Oprah though, huh? What was Oprah? Was but you don't know. Something Oprah? might, yeah. something you might, like something Oprah? might like, bloom and go. blossom. No, no, no. Well, no. You don't know. I like Brit. No. And he could be an amazing father to that child. Absolutely. I wasn't pass. thinking that far ahead. I know. But no, I wasn't thinking that far ahead though. He's a really great dad. Maybe if you want to be a big brother, that's fine. But forget about it. Okay, cool. Time to do something else. Hard pass. Hard pass. So we're going to keep moving on. Leslie Carmen is here. I'm so excited because you've been working with Vinny. Vinny, you got your mic on? Yeah, I know it. Tell us us what what Carmen Care is. It wellness? Yes, Carmen Care Health and Wellness Institute. But um, when we've used that name because we started with Carmen Care Laser, but we've now you know, added so many different things that we just thought, you know, health and wellness will cover me. You confuse me. Every time I see I you, it's another, another name. It's just going to be Carmen Care at the end of the day, you know? I call, I call, everybody asks me, is it Carmen Laser? I don't know any other yeah, name. Yeah, that's fine. Just he Carmen Care Carmen Laser. Laser. It doesn't matter. We're the only Carmens that do this anyway. So it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. <laughs> so what new stuff are you doing? Well, we're really using this um, laser that we have for reprogramming your brain and introducing a a, um, a substance. Wait a minute, what? Reprogramming your brain? It sounds like way crazier than it really is. What you're doing is you're finding a substance that your body rejects. You hold that substance in your hand, and then you use this laser device along the spine, and you're going from the third eye all the way down the spine, and you're introducing this frequency by stimulating the pleasure centers of the brain. 
So therefore, you're telling your body not to freak out when it feels this um, substance anymore, which could be eggs or peanuts or shellfish or all those different things. And it really, really works. It's really amazing. The, um, the thing that needs to be found is the root cause. Like always, you've got to find what is the root cause of the problem? What is giving that person a headache or making them feel sick? Or but how do you find that? By holding on to certain things? Through muscle testing. So a whole process where you put your arm out and we you know, muscle test your arm to see how is your current strength. So I'll press down the arm and then your body will be strong. And then you introduce frequencies such these are these little vials that have the frequency. Let's say I have eggs. The patient holds that frequency and I muscle test them again. And if that disturbs their body, then their arm is going to go weak because it's just literally like, you know, putting a socket, you know, an electric socket in somewhere and it goes like, gives you like a shock. I mean, not that you feel that, but it's just, it's just that much of an impact Based on, on your frequency. Body. Yeah. So then if you take something, let's say like, you know, pineapple and you're strong, you know, okay, pineapple doesn't bother you. Then you take maybe pork. And pork will show you, wow, your arm goes down. Yeah, definitely, I have an issue with pork. All right, so hold on. So if I take a piece of Slick's hair and yes. put it in a test tube and seal that test tube and I hold on to it and my arm goes all the way down, it means I'm allergic to him? Probably. <laughs> or is it I'm allergic to something on him, like his cologne? No, it's allergic to, to it could be various things. So it can literally be something that's a substance, you know, that, as you said, a cologne or it could be a shampoo or different things. Like, say, some people are allergic to almonds or have a sensitivity towards almonds. And um, then we can detox them from that. But then if they, like at the same time, are still using almond shampoo while we're detoxing, then they didn't realize it had almond shampoo in it. So it kind of ruins that detox. So while we're doing that detox process, you have to stay away from whatever it is that we're detoxing. Until so you program your brain exactly. to, for it not to bother you. So you can right. overcome out allergies? I'm not allowed to use the word allergies. I have to say sensitivity towards something. So it's your okay. body has a sensitivity towards, um, you know, peanuts or towards fish or towards eggs. You can That's, overcome that sensitivity. Yes. You, you see this? Maybe there's something here for you. I know there is. And Vinny's been working with her. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have. Have you been using this on Vinny? Yes. <coughs> Vinny. Really? Uh, I was experiment. I have to say something. How long have you been working with Leslie? A week, right? A week, yeah, two weeks? Yeah, just a week. Two weeks, yep. I think. Mm -hmm. Two a week weeks. or two weeks, yep. Because we've noticed a change with Vinny in the last two weeks. Positive I don't know change. if it's him. Yeah, positive change. Good. He says he has actually not been as, what's the word I'm looking for? Hyper? Yes. Nice. Which is really interesting. He's, well, he's more focused. <gasps> and you're more focused. Are you, job. Do you think it has anything to do with this? I think so. He is. He's running our board now, and it's not an easy board to run, and he's got it, and he fixes it, changes it, puts your lower third up, and... That's much awesome. more focused, right? Yes. How much may I share, Vinny? Share as much, you know, good details. No, like a, a little bit. So that, that well, he has a lot of sensitivities that we found. So that is a lot for Vinny to handle. His body has a lot of sensitivities, you know. So if you're just eliminating one after another, that's going to bring, you know, m more peace into the body. Because if you have a sensitivity towards something, imagine your body is constantly fighting that. You know, so you get headaches and you get tired and you get fogginess. But the more you can get rid of those sensitivities, 
the more you're going to have this beautiful grass, right? You're plucking out all the all the weeds. weeds. You're going to have a nice, nice garden for new things to grow. And that's what we're doing. Just uh, busy has quite a few of them. So we're just we said, let's let's just go a whole month and just take every one out, and you're going to see much, much more improvement every time we detox. And you went for headaches, right? Yeah. How are the headaches? It's come and goes. Less than before. And you Let's can say no. You can say no. You say the truth. Well, we I'm not sure about actually. Mm -hmm. It's here and there. I can't say yes or no exactly. So got to pay more attention to that, actually. You yeah. know, it's really funny because sometimes when you have migraines and headaches, and you know this better than anybody, even though you don't have it, you still feel like you do. It's, like, it's What is that called? In the invisible pain or the it's like a shadow? Yeah. 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 The phantom pain? Mm -hmm. So that could be also until you get used to, wow, this is what it feels like. That happened to me when they did laser in my eyes. Mm -hmm. The doctor says, I want you to sleep for a day. I said, why? He says, because your body's so used to seeing green be gray. Right. And he was 100% right. What are some of your sensitivities that you had? Different foods? Yeah, it's different food. I'll say this one thing. I found out I'm sensitive to oyster, which I'm really upset about. It's like, not oysters because I love them. Yeah, but see, that's the beautiful thing. Now you can eat oysters because what we're doing is we're reprogramming the brain not to have a reaction when you eat oysters or when you eat egg whites or pork or all those different things. Whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. That's the beauty. What happens when he eats the oysters? Now, Let's start there. Okay. Before... So if he eats the oysters before, he it can it can cause headaches, or it can cause you know. Um, really, I'm surprised at myself. Outbursts uh, in skin, you know, you get rashes. Or you Did get you get breakouts? Well, no. Funny enough, I feel more energized when I eat them. Do you get headaches, or you always have headaches? I always have headaches, but I never connect those two. So possibly. So here's the thing. You know how this last patient we had, and we found out right away that tapioca was her issue. We did one detox of tapioca, she's fine. Vinny has really a lot of things. So we have to go through all of those first before we can then determine, you know, okay, this was not a success or it was a success. He could be allergic to something like, I'll just say something like sugar or coffee or something that we're not even looking at yet because the, the list was big. And then once we detox of that, suddenly everything will be fine because it'll just like you know, go out of his But body this opens up a world of a lot of possibilities. Absolutely. Like, I know I can't eat bread because I start sneezing. Achoo, 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 achoo. <laughs> well, you achoo, need to come achoo. in oh my and i detox you of the bread. But You're I've always, all my, all my life, and my kids always laughed at me. So this is like okay. And there he goes. <laughs> and, and I used to laugh. But now that I've gotten older, it's annoying when I go to a restaurant and I have anything with wheat. Then it could be in. a pancake. It could be anything. That's very So easy. I get that. All right. But then the other side of this thing, and I'm looking again at Vinny, when he has these ailments or whatever you want to call them, sensitivities, mm -hmm. it changes how he does certain things every day. Yeah. He's not as patient. Right. He's not as focused because he has all this stuff. Imagine the body's going crazy trying to react and, and trying to get rid of this. That's not, his body just doesn't accept it. It so. ain't easy being you. I mean, you must be going through like a whole bunch of stuff at one time. Pretty much, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And you do one at a time? Yes, we only do one at a time because they're so specific. Um, you know, the egg whites and the pork, let's say, and the sugar and the coffee. You want to do one at a time. And is it one, one and done? or are you One and done. Yep. So every time you go back, and you go a couple times a week, they're mm -hmm. doing another one. Exactly. Yeah. So basically, 
somebody who was not able to eat something before, once they're detoxed from it, now the body has been reprogrammed that if they had a sensitivity towards, let's say, oysters before, now their body's like, no, I'm okay. I don't have to have this sensitivity because it's really, interestingly, um, it's, it's really all coming from the brain. It's a software issue. And let's say, you know how many kids uh, are sensitive to peanut butter? So let's just say you're, as a kid, you're eating your peanut butter and for some reason your dad passes by and for fun maybe slaps you in the head and, and then you got a shock. So now you were eating peanut butter and your brain went, wait, I got hit when I was eating peanut butter and it combines that together. And now from now on, when you go eat peanut butter, it's gonna think that there's something bad connected to it hmm. and it's gonna cause an allergy. So it's like muscle memory. Exactly, you know, something happened to me the other week um, I was I was just really tired. I let my dog out and I forgot for some reason, don't know why I forgot to turn off the alarm. And I went to my garden and I opened the door up, the glass door, and the alarm went off. And I hit that button, the alarm went off, and I really got like a shock. I was like, oh God, how stupid can I be? I run back, turn off the alarm, let my dog out. Believe it or not, the next morning, I turn off the alarm, but I go to the door and I hit that knob and I'm still like, I didn't turn, I like, I had a shock. I still didn't turn the alarm. No, no, you just turn the alarm off. It's okay. Well, this happened like for the whole week. Every time I touched that button, I'd get a shock thinking I didn't turn the alarm off. And that's when it really hit home. And I said, you know, I reprogrammed my brain (laughs) to get a shock every time I touched that thing. And I had to consciously now I say, okay, you turned off the alarm. You can lift that button without getting a shock. And, um, and that's really what happens. So that's kind of how those sensitivities happen or allergies, if you want to call them. But it's, it's we're reprogramming our brain with that. You know, it's funny because I took the dog out when I had a dog in New York and I came back without him. And everybody says, where's the dog? <laughs> what dog? What dog? Where is the dog? Where's the dog? Where's the dog? Now, I wanted to ask, panic attacks. Very, yes. very, very on the uprise mm-hmm. because of the pandemic, because of situations at home, family, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. Panic attacks are happening more and more among everybody. I thought it was only around millennials. It's happening to everybody. Everybody now. right now. We're just all so stressed. Does it? Ha- does this have any triggers it to can. do with it? It absolutely can. So, but there are a couple of things that we can do for the panic attacks. A is you know detox because. Um, it's an accumulation of everything that's happening. You know, we're not eating as well as we should, so we're eating fast food. We don't have the money to spend on good food, so we're just, you know, getting maybe a lot of junk food because we don't have that money to spend on, on healthy, organic food. So we've got heavy metals in our food. We've got, you know, lead. We've got toxins, all those things. And all those things cause us to actually have panic attacks as well, you know, things like that. And then we can do the psyche, rebalancing your your moods, your emotion. The Reiki has been a really, really big thing that I'm doing now. A lot of people are signing up for Reiki, where you learn just to connect to higher source and just bring back peace into your life because things are going to happen regardless. And we just have to learn to address them that we just say, you know what, it's going to happen. So I have two choices. I can either freak out about it or I can just take it and try and do the best with that situation. But it's going to happen regardless. So it's really how do you address that situation? We learn that with Reiki and with the Psyche. If I only ate salad, and I'm a meat eater, right? If I decided to give up on meat, like vegan, yeah. give up on meat, I feel a whole lot better inflammation-wise when I go vegan. Mm-hmm. If I go only to salads, will I begin to change Absolutely. where I'm a little kooky? But I get a little nuts. Something ain't sitting right. I see people that are vegetarians that used to be meat eaters. Mm-hmm. There's something not right. They're, they're a little off to the Your left. Your body's uh, readjusting. 
and maybe not liking it or maybe liking it, but you just got to... Well, I don't know if it's... I don't know. You know what I mean? It, it's yeah, <laughs> I am. Well, there's a good point. There are some blood types. So there's the blood type diet, and they say if you're O positive... Tell me about that, yes. So if you're O positive, they've done some research that those people with O positive really need a little bit of meat. That's I'm an O positive. This is how their Holy body smoke. functions. I'm an O positive. You know, so... Some vegetarians can Anything go great eat without eating any meat. And some really become deficient in the B12 vitamins and so forth. So you have to really consider everything. I think everybody needs to look at their own life and themselves and see how they feel. And if you're a vegetarian but you don't feel well about it, try a little bit of organic meat once a week and see how that works for you. And if it does, great. And if not, I then can't stay be a vegetarian. I can't. I, I'll go to the vegan side and then go slip in a burger and, and stick that's it on okay. Do like 80 20 or 90 10 or something. Or like 60 40 the other way. <laughs> that's <laughs> good a too. Bit here, a little bit there and <laughs> yeah. just see what you can do. Yeah. But it's the pasta. I start, I can't eat pasta. I love spaghetti. I do yesterday. I do. You know, it's really strange. Uh, yesterday, I did not sneeze and I'm wondering why. Oh, interesting. I, I, I actually cooked. So I brought. <gasps> But I made that with brown rice pasta, so that wasn't See? wheat. That was made with brown rice. But I eat brown rice. I don't sneeze. It's the breads. Yep. The so pancakes that was the pasta. Detox. That was brown rice pasta I made. Yeah, the brown rice is normally what I will eat. So you'll come in for a wheat detox. And then, then I have the most important question. When you eat that, what is that green stuff? Makes your peace smell. Asparagus. Okay, what is up with this? Why, do you, why does your urine smell? It's a genetic I thing. Don't it's a diuretic. Know. Okay, English. It makes you urinate. Okay, but why does it have to smell that smell. way? Something genetically changes. Some people do and some people don't. I have it's never met anybody. Anybody eat asparagus and not urinate? It smells like asparagus? You eat asparagus and it smells? It's a natural diuretic. Really? Asparagus, yep. Hmm. Somebody tells me it's cleaning your kidneys. Mm -hmm. Is that true? That's what, yeah. yeah. So I'm the sure worst smell? I'm in trouble. I'm no, it, it usually smells like asparagus, right? Oh, yeah, very bad. Don't like it at all. I know. Who would like that? And how many more sessions do you have, Vinny? Mm, a few more, I'll say. I'll see you after today, yes. actually. Yes, they'll come in today. And part of the process, you said it's more than just the detoxing. You do the Psyche also with it? We haven't done the Psyche yet, but we will. Oh, okay. Definitely. Yeah, we've just started to detox and then see where everything stands. And then, because sometimes just the detoxing alone works beautiful. Have, Have you had you any side effects? Sorry. Anything oh, negative? Oh, like lightheadedness, tiredness, but, you know, there are a small effect. Does it go away overnight? Yeah, definitely. Have you put the mask on him? The red light? No. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> no. Nope. Check that out. I'm down. I'm down for that. <laughs> and it's easy, right? She just does it, and then you're done. It's a quick yeah. kind of swipe. It's not like sci-fi, but, yeah, like, she put, like, a little, like, red laser on me. It's like, pew, pew. Like, this is the one that I want to bring she over there. She to go. She's going to break all the, hmm? the board is going to go, click, click, click. The Valerieitis. Valerieitis? Because <laughs> Valerie is like off the cuff. Valerieitis. She wants to go. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, come on in. I will. I have my time. <laughs> After work, it's easy. We're just two minutes away from here. Yeah, no, Vinny goes like every day. Yep. So. It's going to be the Leslie know. Carmen Club. Absolutely. You like the Mickey Mouse <laughs> Club? We're going to have the Carmen Care Club. <laughs> and all of our producers are going to head on up after the studio time. We're driving them to... <laughs> We're driving them to Leslie. To Leslie. <laughs> better than driving them to drink. And it's funny because Slick is just the opposite. We got to pump up your volume. My volume is fine. <laughs> You forget things. We want to improve. Yeah. No, it's the things forget me. 
No. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I've noticed that you forget things. She's with, she works the board with you in that room. Am I am I saying something not true? Memory. What? You're gonna sing a song to me? I do forget things. Like right now, like I'm glad Teddy kind of um, gave me like insight. I, I, I'm working on the business kitchen in BYOB. I forgot. That I'm supposed to be working on the promo. She Is that what happens? You forget? You're I overthink. I overthink, and then I forget. That's why I try not to overthink. That's, that's why a, I that's like an meditating. And that's that's why an like, interesting saying that you have forgetfulness. You have short-term memory loss. I just overthink. I feel like I'm in my head a lot. I try not to be. Well, I've there's been, a I've switch. i watching Chenzo. When he first started with us, he didn't go anywhere without his laptop. You couldn't even sit on board without your laptop. I was and like, it's a whoopee blanket. Where's your no laptop? laptop? It's right there. It's a whoopee blanket. No. Oh, I don't even know if his laptop has come out today. No, it hasn't. I know. Wow. A, and he's been here since 830. Now that, that's Creature Features right he, there. Every place is his laptop. And we would say, Vinny, you got to put your laptop. You can't have like, two computers at the same time. And you're not even on your laptop. He's totally... And no plus, they say multitasking is bad. But it's like, I could do both. Well, that's what you used to say. I can do both. Yeah. He never said no. 17 things at once. Never said no. You have to. Okay. You have to. Right? Else you He's like. awesome. We've got a really, really great crew, and I'm glad you're helping. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Thank you. Which is really unbelievable, and you're doing better, so you're going to have to keep us updated. What, anything was a surprise of your sensitivities? Some of the symptoms I got when he found out, I was like, wow, I didn't know I was sensitive to that. Mostly seafood I have sensitivity to, which is ironic because my family loves seafood. Could Do be you that. eat a lot of it? Yeah. And have you cut back? Uh, no, I think we're good on it. Yeah, he won't even have to come cut back. So That's the beauty about this, you, you know. No, it. you don't have to change it. Just those 24 hours while we're detoxing you, stay away from it. And then afterwards, you can go ahead and, and eat it again. Well, I got to tell you, there's a big change in the last two weeks. We were talking about it the other day. It was like, who is this guy? Oh. Now, Slick has always been laid back. It's at the point that he forgets to breathe sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but but Vinny's always been the opposite. That the wheels are turning on Vinny all the time, and it sort of slowed down. You could see the difference, which is nice. Well, then you Very can nice focus stuff. more. That's yeah. what we say when you're so full of all these toxins and sense you know things that are just driving you crazy. Um, you can't you can't focus. Your body's constantly on a hundred, and this way you know it calms everything down. You can start thinking. Your immune system kicks in and works better, and your adrenal glands aren't constantly on fight or flight. So. It works on the whole body. Amazing. All right, how do we get in touch with you? Call us at 561-405-9577. Or we can go to our website, CarmenCareLaser.com. You miss being in here, huh? Are you listening? Yes. I know you want me to go. Yes. I think so. I think that it m maybe it will slow your brain down because you go a million miles a minute. <laughs> It can also make you smarter, although that's not possible, but we can... No, no, she's plenty smart. The problem is that Dawn begins a sentence, starts a new sentence, never finishes the first sentence, and goes on to <laughs> sentence number 12. There's a lot of things going on. The there crazy isn't. thing is the crew understands me, and they go, I gotcha. That's because he's the same way. Me? Yeah, you. Lies. It is isn't lies. <laughs> lies. First of all, <laughs> Slick, never Slick never says no. I got this. No problem. And then he didn't finish the first thing. And I watch him. That's the second. I got this. That's the third. I got this. Number one is still pending. I'll just go to I'll just go to um, Miss uh -huh. Miss Leslie Carmen on 
Thursday to fix out. I think out. we gotta tighten you up a little bit. This, uh, this is a loose screw because I, I I know it is because I know I try to meditate it off, but mm-hmm. I'll try you on Thursday. Absolutely, come on in. All right. And I wanted to ask you a quick, yes. men and women, mm-hmm. who has more of a tendency to having too much going on, the men or the women? Depends on the person. You know, women have more of a tendency because they multitask. They just they they have so much going on in their life. They have their family, their business. They have to take care of so much more, and it's just different. And men, men are and just women, lazy slobs. No, they don't have no, to take it. No, they're not lazy at all. But men men have a much better way to concentrate. They can just focus on one thing and stay doing that. You got a perfect seems. example of not. <laughs> <laughs> what cupcake is in well, her maybe package? Maybe the younger generation has a bit more abs- abs- what is it called uh, distractions with the cell phone and the com- you know the computers and all that. So maybe those. I'll give them changed. the virus and I'll give them that, but we we sort of have to tighten up a little bit. We got to focus. Yeah, that is true. We and do have you know, to focus. employment right now, things of that nature are going to require you to do mm-hmm. be the best that you can at a high level mm-hmm. and always bring that level. So yep. I, I think that using your services just makes you better because mm-hmm. you're fighting chance because it's going to be very competitive out there when the doors open they're looking for employment I know somebody who got a job I think at Walmart she was jumping up and down nine bucks an hour because she, she's been out of work for months she can't feed her family and she's jumping up and down and she's like all over the place she thinks about 17 different things at one time I can see why it's tough to hire her she can't sit through an interview she's like and then she's freaking out, mm-hmm. and you got to sort of slowly suppress all of that anxiety. Or whatever. Suppress it all. All right, give Carmen a call. Give Leslie Carmen a call. We'll keep you posted on what Le- what Vinny's doing, and I guess Slick's going to try it out, Val. Everyone's going to go. We all have Yay. a lot of positive <laughs> testimonials because we know the benefit. We've all been with you for so long, and Leslie is absolutely unbelievable. She's Thank located you. right up the street from our studio on 2nd Avenue, so you can check it out at CarmenCareLaser.com or always give her a call. We're going to go to commercial break. When we come back, we've got Ask Dear Abby joining us. We are talking love, relationships for single women, finances, and Digit City. Slick, you ready to rock and roll? Ready. All right, stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Introducing Black Tie Liquors, your one-stop shop for wine and spirit needs. Whether you're looking for an ice-cold pack of summer brews or just to grab your favorite bottle of scotch whiskey, Black Tie Liquors has you covered. Come choose from a wide selection of beers, wines, spirits, or liqueurs. Or if you're in the mood, feel free to grab one of our fresh cigars. Stop by Black Tie Liquors today, located on 5970 South Jog Road, Lake Worth, Florida. Or give them a call at 561-968-0988. coaching company that was founded by Abby Awotasu. At Dear Abby, we believe in empowering single women to unapologetically own their identities and grow in self-love. We know that in order for you to find true, meaningful, lasting love, you must first love and fully embrace yourself, flaws and all. Contact us today at askdearabby.com for your personalized coaching session that will get you on the path to ultimately finding your soulmate. And follow Dear Abby on social media at Ask Dear Abby on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. 
TV and WNN Money Talk Radio have been in conjoint business for 10 years. They have been working around the clock, nonstop, to promote over 500 shows and businesses reaching all over South Florida. With added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio, it has never been easier to get your voice heard by millions of listeners. To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp2TV at 866-224-5422. That's 866-224-5422. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. the music of the Brooklyn Cafe Band. We got to come up with a name. The Brooklyn Cafe Band? Yes. <laughs> the Brooklyn Cafe, there's your name. Is it? I like it a lot. I know everyone's so busy updating things on their phone, but that was the music of Lenny Marine and Dylan. How do you pronounce Dylan's last name? McGegan? I don't know. I call him Dylan Dylan. Dylan, I know you do. Dylan Dylan, Dylan McGegan. And you saw before when we came back from commercial break that we had a great commercial that Valerie put together yes. for our new segment, Ask Dear Abby, Digit City Slick in the House. Now, we have a Digit City. We want to show Digit City? We have we have a picture of Digit City. Show it. We have a picture. Look. Take it out. Nice. See that? Digit City with Ask Dear Abby. Abby Awatisu is joining us. We're talking about love, relationship, dating advice for single women of all different ages. So it's not just the young millennials or going into your 30s. It could be your 40s, your 50s, your 60s. You know, when I put that post up the other day about being 50, my mother writes in. She says, what about women in their 60s or 70s? Well, we know. I said, Mom, write your post. That's going to be the next one. And that's exactly what it is. So, yes, it changes. Absolutely. And I got questions from people that wrote in in their 50s to 60s. And these are interesting questions we're going to ask dear Abby about what they should do. So we're going to bring Abby over and welcome <coughs> Abby. Dear Abby, in the house. Herself. You know, the funny thing about questions is it depends on the age and the city or country you come from. If you're in the suburbs, you got a different outlook. If you're in the city, you got a different outlook. If you're from up north, you got a different outlook than I'm people from, from the south. I'm not from up north. I mean, I was Where transplanted up north. Well, I was, you were in I'm Boston? I'm originally from down here. Though. How long were you in Boston? Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, three and a half years. And well, how old were you? 26. So you're from up north. It's <laughs> for 23 to 26. I can't say I'm from. No. Okay, yeah. okay. Okay, I'm from Boston, guys. I know you are. Transplant you, from Boston. I'm not originally from Where did from you Boston. originally come from? From Pompano Beach, Florida. All right, so you're the South. Vinny, so you're from south. the North? Yes. Yep. There you go. Vinny from the North. Vinny's from the North. Different people from Abby, the North. does it make a difference where you're from? Yes. No, it doesn't. 
<laughs> love is universal regardless. There might be cultural differences and nuances, but ultimately we all are the same because we all want the same things. We want love, we want security, we want comfort. So ultimately we, we all are the same. All right, dear Abby, then I'm going to give you the first question because I'm going to debunk that theory. We got a lady from New York City that asks, she's 56 and divorced, been divorced four years. She now wants to date a gentleman. She is a CEO in Midtown Manhattan, and she is got to get with it, got to go, got to go. And she met a gentleman from the South, according to this, who's a little slower. And she wants to know, will this work out in the future, being that they're so dynamically different? And here you have North and South. Wow, that, that's fantastic. Well, you know, um, it, it, it immediately what comes to my mind is um, balance, balance, the yin and the yang. She's fast paced. She's a high powered executive. You know, she's she's a go getter. She's a strong woman. And um, it, it's so interesting. But I see I see this harmony where he's a bit more calm. He's a bit more slow in terms of the career ambition path. And funny enough, I see that as a, as a harmonious compliment because he brings, he, he compliments her in the sense that he probably has some strengths that she might be, have weaknesses in. And she also has some strengths that he might have weaknesses in. So they actually balance each other out. She should give it a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. The calm before the storm. And there you have it. So let me ask you, what do men secretly want in a woman? <laughs> secretly? Hold on. What does secretly mean? That, that question is, is, is the golden question of the age. Men want respect. They want a woman who will respect them, who will honor them, and who will make them feel like a man. A lot of us have this misconception that, you know, men want love and, and they do want love, but they ultimately want respect and respect is a form of love. That's interesting. How do you feel about that, Slicko? What do you guys think? I feel like she's correct on that because, like, there can be some women, and I'm only speaking from personal situations, that, you know, they can be very disrespectful in what is it in a situation or in a relationship and they may feel like they're not being disrespectful they just feel like you know it came a point in time to make that decision but i think she's right on that respect and appreciated yeah so because a male doesn't feel respect and appreciated that's what they're looking for uh, i'm not saying that's what they're looking for but she touched on a good point Okay. What do you a think? A point that I didn't even like let's go to Vinny first okay Vinny, what do you think <laughs> do you think men want to be respected Men want a lot of things. <laughs> that's we a true point we right do. there. That's why I didn't see the respect coming. I'm like, oh, that's a nice. But I feel like that applies to anyone. Like everyone, even women, wants a lot of things. Men and women want personal preferences of what they want in the person. <laughs> but I guess respect's the top of the list. It's funny because you hit a good point, and I don't think that and you got three guys in here. I don't think we ever saw this coming. Yeah. But you know, that's a sad fact. That is. Because it means we ain't getting it, or we feel like we ain't getting it, so we put it out of our minds. Why? Facts. You never said to your significant other, you don't appreciate what I'm doing, you're always nagging me, you don't respect that I'm going to work every Forget day. Forget about what we said. Yeah. She said, what do men want? 
And I don't think we ever sat down. Yeah, but I don't think we ever sat down and expected it. So we don't. This is like yeah. I'm a little thrown back too. Correct. What about yeah, treat? Thrown back because I never like I never thought that respect would be the was on the menu. Really? Mm-hmm. Agreed. I'm gonna tell you, I agree she with that. A, she had a note that. What I, are they just get taken for granted that they're just hot and sexy, and we just want to jump you know, over them? I mean, what? Like a what piece is of meat, that? you know. That's what I feel sometimes. First of all, we didn't we didn't say hot and sexy. She's just throwing that in to smooth that. out the waves. I yeah. get that. <laughs> I've, I've learned at over fifty how to manipulate the the, the waves. Yeah, but again, I didn't even know that was on the menu. Yeah, I I, yeah that's a good yeah. point, Abby, because. And I'm 58, and I don't. I thought that was out the window. I don't think anybody's <laughs> gonna listen. The first thing I want you to do is give you what you want, which is respect. That would fall back in my chair. I, don't know if I mean, the here, first here's thing. the thing. Here's the thing. A lot of people, especially in Western cultures, a lot of people assume that if a woman respects her man, she's under him. They have this, you know, very flawed or colored perspective of respect. They think that, oh, a woman respecting a man means that she's under his feet, he, she's subservient to him. But that's, that's completely far from the truth. Respect is an integral part of any relationship. And when I say that a man wants respect, a woman also wants respect from her man. So it is a two-way street, you know? But it's very important that a man feels empowered and strong and masculine and he feels like a provider and a protector in his relationship with the woman. And as women, we need to be sensitive enough to give the man that, that, that ego boost, so to speak, so that he continues to be excited about being with us, protecting us, providing for us, and also empowering us. But yes, it is a two-way street. How long have you been married? I've been married for almost four years. I guess, okay. Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm gonna ask. Say respect. You said a, per- a man respect, but what about treating someone like a person? That's respect. That's no? respect. But mm-hmm. sometimes people don't respect on certain aspects. Like for example, I respect what they do for me, but I don't respect what, how they treat other people. Oh, you mean besides mm-hmm. you, the way they treat other people? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. an I, I think she means general in a broader respect, but some people respect that person for that one spectrum, but doesn't mean everything. Well, you know, the yeah. more, Abby, the more I think about what she's saying, what Vinny's saying, when you meet some, a female for the first time, you, you want to be able to have a conversation, and if they, they're brushing you off or they're telling you, you know, get away from me, that's the lack of respect, and you get a little bit, like, teed off. I mean, you can tell somebody else I'm not interested. It all depends on how she's brushing me off, though. Getting yeah. up and leaving ain't, ain't good enough? Well, I can't say getting up and leaving because they did <laughs> get up and leaving. I'm like, nah, she... I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If a, if a woman, if you're trying to woo a woman, mm-hmm. if if you're just in the in the beginning stages of you know, as a man, you find a woman that is attractive and you want to approach her, just like we discussed um, last week with Selena and everybody else, women want to be chased. They want you to woo them. They want you to go through that, you know, almost like cat and mouse dance, where you know, it's 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 a, it's a dance. You know, the whole process of romance. They want to be getting, hunted. They, exactly. They want to be hunted. They, but they open the door when you do it. <laughs> exactly. But the thing is, oh, but as a man, you also have to be sensitive to the fact that if a woman is being outright rude and disrespectful to you, then maybe she's not for you. But like we also mentioned the last time, women will give these subtle cues to let you know, okay, you can proceed. The green light is on or stop, red light. 
So you as a man also have to know how to read that body language and be able to see if, okay, this woman is interested and she's allowing me to proceed and continue with the chase, or maybe it's time to just move on and on to the next. But Abby, what if you do all of that and you're chasing and chasing and she comes out with, you know, I really like you a lot, but you're my best and she gives you the F word. You know what the F word is? Friend. That's right. <laughs> it is the most deadly word in the male vocabulary. We're going to be friends. I don't need no more friends. friends. Well, I ain't spending no, all this time and money and energy hunting you with a spear because I'm going to have a friend. With the spear. If a woman tells you, if she pulls out the F word, trust me, run. As a man, run. Okay. She really means it. She's not trying to be romantic with you. Maybe down the line, in the future, she might. But at that moment in time, believe her and move on to the next. So you're using a line like, listen, I know you want this. You're just playing games. I'm going to keep going at you. None of that. All that goes out the window because F is always F. F is always F. Wow. But it's good to be friends as well. Now, here's a question on the table. Getting involved with someone that has a child and you do not. <gasps> oh, my God. We don't want. It all depends on the situation, guys. You know. <laughs> We're asking Dear Abby. <laughs> yeah, you're not Dear Abby. You're Dear Slick. <laughs> <laughs> this happens to be a very good question, dear Abby. Yes. Well, you know what? It, 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 it all depends. It, it really all depends. There are people out there who like, if you're a woman, there are women out there who like men who have a child from a former relationship or partnership. Because sometimes, and I'll give you an example, you know, some women like to see how a man relates with his child or children. Because that says a lot about how he would relate and treat her in the relationship. You know, so some people actually like their partner or their potential mate to come with a child. And that's, that's I'm giving you the example from the woman with a man, and the man is the one who has the child perspective. Now, from the perspective of a man who is chasing a woman who has a child, I, I, I cannot speak fully on that, but I, I imagine, because I, I'm trying to think of that scenario, I can imagine that it, ha it, is the same, it has the same principle in the sense that a, a man who is pursuing a woman who has a child will probably be quite observant about how she relates with her child, about the dynamics between her and her child or children. And that too will be an indicator for him if she is a woman who has the qualities of nurturing, mothering, taking care of, protecting, providing, that he is looking for in a mate. So that woman would be a better mm -hmm. mate than one who says, puts a kid in the closet. Yes. Ooh. Wow, that's horrible, man. You know what I mean. Still so horrible. Yeah. Who's not nurturing? Not nurturing. Yeah. I don't have not all nurturing. the vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, heard. I never, like, um, an ex of mine has a kid um, who's like, Three years old at the moment. I is it yours? No. Okay. Just asking. <laughs> like, the father's gone, but, like, the mother still took care of the kid by herself. Well, along with help the family. But, like, I hang out with the kid and be nice to him. Like, hey, what's up, little man? How you been? You're good with kids. But would so you date her? Yeah, would you we date used her? to date. Would you date her now? No, our ship has sailed. Mm -hmm. even, even we met again, like, like, even if, um... Yeah, I know her enough to know, like, probably won't work out again. 
but other people with kids, I'm actually okay with it. Then. If I have yeah. more money, I'd be great. She's Vinny, did, did you let me ask a question? Vinny, did you stop? Did the, the relationship end because of issues with her personally, or was it part of her relationship with her child that made you feel this was not for me? No, no, that was like years ago before she has a kid, like back oh, in 2014. Okay. Okay, like, gotcha. we only dated for two months, and she gave me an ultimatum, which I said no to that ultimatum. No, you don't give Vinny an ultimatum. What was the ultimatum? ultimatum? You're agree to marry me in a few years from now, or we yeah, break up. Yeah, but a few years from now could be, okay, like, 25. So wait, is that, like, a red flag, Abby? Right, so she gave him an ultimatum, and now she already has a three-year-old. So was that kind of where she was going in life <laughs> with her plan? Uh, well, the fact that she was giving Vinny an ultimatum of marriage means that she the her goal was marriage and whether it was with Vinny or with somebody else that's that's not the issue but she had a goal of wanting to get married now um her having a, a child now i don't know is, is she married now or she has the child out of wedlock because i still kind of like need to understand more of the dynamics wedlock but they haven't been married and the guy's long gone okay yeah, so uh, I, I would say that in a situation like that, maybe I, I, I believe that she, she needs to work a little bit more on herself. And um, there's nothing wrong with having the goal of marriage. But when you start giving men ultimatums, especially when the relationship is still very new and fresh, I think that's a bit tricky. Um, if like, an, A scenario where a woman can give a man an ultimatum is if maybe they've been in a relationship for many years and he just keeps on playing hot and cold about marriage. You know, if she as a woman wants to get married and she has made that clear to her boyfriend and they've been in a relationship for many years, five, ten, however long years, and he keeps on being on the fence with her, you know, then I understand the frustration that she might have because we, ha we always have to remember that as women, we have biological clocks. And some of us want to be mothers. Not all of us do. And it's, it's totally fine. We don't all have to be mothers. Nobody should judge or make you feel as a woman that you have to be a mother. No. But those of us who want to be mothers, there is a biological clock that we are all very sensitive of. And so it's a bit unfair for a man to just string a woman along for many years without being really definite with her and clear on his intentions and their future together. So in a situation like that, I will agree that a woman can give a man an ultimatum to marriage if they've already been in a long, stretched out relationship and she's, she's trying to figure out where is this going? Like, hello, we need to define what we are. Where are we going? Yeah, you know what's funny? Like, actually, um, I'll say this, like, after two months, I'll gay married, like, even, like, getting arranged marriage is a bad, not arranged, a uh, promised marriage is a bad idea. Since we don't have anything in our lives yet, we're not functional yet, we don't have the money for it yet. It's like, and then, second part also is, when I heard she get, she's pregnant, it's like, she's too much a party girl, I don't think she can handle being a mother. That's what I thought. And then it's like, she proved I me just, wrong. I just feel like they're just following the wave of, like, yeah, you know, like, like, one of Amy Mincy's books pressed upon, like, all of her friends getting married. And then one of the girls were le was left out of getting married, so she forced herself into a relationship to get married. So I feel like, you know, there is a biological clock, I understand. But, like, you know, you could take your time yeah. to a certain yeah. extent. She but felt, some of them yeah. feel like, you know, being in the groups that they're in. Yeah. I totally agree. And 
Oh, uh, okay, let me speak. I totally agree with that in the sense that a woman should not allow herself to be pressured. She shouldn't allow the peer pressure of maybe seeing her peers and her other girlfriends getting hitched because all of us have our own unique journey in life. And, you know, I feel that in order for you to be ready for marriage, because marriage is a commitment, it's a serious commitment, in order for a woman or a man to be ready for that, they have to have gotten to a certain level of emotional intelligence and maturity to be able to handle the trials and the challenges that come with marriage. So, you know, comparing yourself to your other girlfriends and peers might be, it, it might not, it might do you a disservice. You know, everybody's on their own path and you need to just focus on your personal development and you working on the things you need to work on to get to a point emotionally, you know, and, and physically and financially, if, if that is what you care about, to be ready for marriage. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Women over 50, that some of them are now getting divorced and moving on with their lives and some of the money they're kind of getting from their spouse because there's alimony payments. When you're looking for love again, are there any red flags or things that we should be looking at? Huh. Okay, well, in, in, the, in regards to alimony and wanting to get support from your former spouse, um, it, it's a bit of a fine line. It's a bit of a fine line in the sense that if you have a child from the previous marriage and you know you, you need that child's support to sustain your child's well-being, care, and lifestyle, then I understand how it's important to kind of like hold on to that past relationship if for no other reason, just for the support and care of your child. Um, but alimony, you know, it, it's a bit more tricky when um, you, you are expecting some sort of support for yourself from your former partner, but you still, but you want to like move on with a new person, you know, because there are a lot of strings attached to still collecting money, monthly payments, or, or however regularly the money is coming in. You're still attaching yourself to that old relationship. And even psychologically, spiritually, emotionally, it's not healthy if you want to step into something new. You know, I would personally advise, and again, people's situations are very different, and I'm not here to judge or point fingers or make you feel bad about whatever situation you're going through, but I would just strongly suggest that as a woman, if you want to move on with your life and you want to start a new chapter of love with a new partner, I would suggest trying, just trying to break away from the attachment of receiving payments from a former a former lover. You know, the strings, the emotional strings attached might not necessarily help you to move on and, and embrace new love. You know, we've been we've been taking up Abby's time. Let's open up the phone lines if you have a question. What's the phone number to call in? 888-994-4995, Studio A. We're going to go to commercial break. When we come back, more with Ask. Dear Abby. And I got I got a big question for Dear Abby. You can also find Abby at AskDearAbby.com. You can find her all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> Ask Dear Abby. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference 
if only someone would just listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power, a platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions, a voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E to 80800. As the coronavirus pandemic continues to run its course, Paramount Property Maintenance is offering the community a helping hand. Introducing the COVID-19 Action Disinfecting Plan, a one-of-a-kind procedure that will effectively clean and disinfect your business or place of residence. Paramount Property Maintenance has years of experience in dealing with biological contaminants, and their methods are proven to be more reliable and more extensive than any janitorial or cleaning service in South Florida. The COVID-19 Action Procedure features the use of hospital-grade disinfectant recommended by the CDC, as well as a highly trained sanitation team that will make sure every surface in the room receives proper treatment. Contact Paramount Property Maintenance today at 305-761-8191 to make your home or workplace COVID-19 free. Hi friends, it's Bree and Allie from Kids and Capes. Tune in Saturday mornings on the Brooklyn Cafe Kids Television Network at 10 o'clock, where we share fun and ideas. And remember, peace, love, and kindness. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. That is the Brooklyn Cafe Band. Nice job, fellas. I love it. Drum whisperer, Dylan, Dylan. And soon we're going to have a a bass player and a backup singer. I'm going to bring Bombshell in here to to, to sing. You watch. You're going to say, wow, I remember when I made fun of Freddie. I got to tell you, I don't know. You leave me speechless is all I can tell you. Speechless. That's all I got to say. So we're... Having our whole session on Ask Dear Abby for love, relationship, and financial advice. Ask Dear Abby with an I, A-B-I dot com. She is a life coach, and she is here to help single women get empowered, get some financial advice to find love and lasting relationships that you are looking for for all age groups. But Freddie says... Now, I'm going to tell you something. First of, all, first of all, I have a question that I posted during the commercial, and my guys don't support me. But I'm going to say it anyway, because I got no fear. No, it's no, the truth. It's the truth. That's, that's the bottom line. Sure. Women over 50, when they get <laughs> separated, <laughs> are more <laughs> stubborn 
more set in their ways than men. And I got the fact jack to that. My God. It's because we know what we want. No, 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 no. It's they know what they don't want. And that too. <laughs> and all of a sudden, 9.9 men out of 10 fall into that whole category. I knew you were going to enjoy this. Yes. Joy is joining the set because she's over. You're, are you 50? I'm going to be 52 next month. Okay. So she's over 50. But I yes. know for a fact, Jack, that women, when they get out of that relationship, that they were being, they says, I don't want that. I don't want this. And I've been told, you have children? Either I come first or hit the pavement. Oh, I True don't know. Story. I agree with that, Abby. What oh. do you think? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> very true. I bet guys do that. Freddie seems to have a very colored impression. Only I have a whole bunch yes. of crayons, yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would say that, um, that that doesn't apply to every 50-something-year-old woman. Um, uh People, people are different and people have gone through different experiences in their life that shape who they are and how they respond to the world and to situations that surround them. So I, I would say not every 50, 50-something-year-old 50 woman is like that. But um, what I would say also is that if a woman is trying to date a man, if a woman in her 50s is trying to date a man and he has children from a prior relationship, she has no right, and I, I, I say this with all sense of responsibility, she has no right to expect him to put her before his children. Mm -hmm. you know, he's had those children, he's, he's nurtured those children, he's been through experiences with, that, with those children and his former partner. Whatever, whatever might have happened to the relationship, I don't know. But the point is, a woman coming into a blended family or a relationship where a man already has children, which whatever age they are, it doesn't matter. She must learn to adapt to his reality and how he nurtures those children if she wants to be a part of his reality. It's not, it's not one or the other. He's not supposed to pick you against his children or pick his children against you. That's, that's, that's wrong and we, we should not support that. You know when what I'm doing? No, I'm, I'm licking my wounds. You're licking your wounds? <laughs> licking my wounds. Because it's true. What you're saying is 100% correct. always come first, at least for me. My kids would always but come it's first. Not, but it's not. I'm telling you, in my history, my colorful background, <laughs> it has happened. And women Does become... Does she have kids? She had grown-up kids at the time. This is a long time ago. At the, at the time, I had the younger ones, and I, I was trying to get back into the dating field. And I'm going to tell you, I got hit in the face with a brick because life had changed. Everything had changed. Women had changed. Circumstances had changed. And I was, I was thinking everything was through Freddie's glasses. Uh-uh. It ain't that way at all. This is why I tell you, you got to sort of float. And you got to be in one day, out one day. You got to sort of look and see what's going on. The game is changing. For the brick in the face, you mean literally or metaphorically? Metaphorically. I feel like I see someone throw a brick at your face for some reason. Like, Thank you. <laughs> I, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Joy, you <laughs> No, no, no. Yes, um, you do, Joy. I actually did like, I, I really liked your uh, explanation, how you really, uh, the reality of it, because I have three children. I'm actually got 16-year-old, a 15-year-old, and a 
12-year-old, so my hands are very full. <laughs> so for me, I actually I um, was divorced four years, so now I'm just taking my time for me. I'm really just, I have a lot of prospects, a lot of people asking me on dates, people that I would actually like to go on dates. But to be honest, it's like I'm at the point right now that I really just, I just want to love myself completely. Yes. And I want to see that my children see that in me, that it's it's authentic. And that yes. will gear them to do the right things in their life, which they have been, except for you know, going to school on, online when they're supposed to. But besides that, they're great kids. So as far as my question is, what do you say to the women out there or even men that, you know, um, how do they handle having a career and having their children and being in the dating scene? It's, it's, a, it's, a, hard, it's a hard balance because I'd love to date, but I find myself so wrapped into my my things that my purpose my destiny what god has purposed in my life and for my kids that it's like oh this guy's so great but i don't have time for him how do you balance this how do you balance that Abby? <laughs> you know it's it's tough for me anyway and i do like someone and i and i just don't have time for him all right so ask dear abby how do you balance work relationships and children Yes. Well, Joy, I, I, I commend you. I commend you for what you're doing, for being a present mother. And I'm sure your children love and appreciate you for it and continue to do that, continue to be all those things to them. I would say that if you do not have the time right now for a relationship, and one thing I also, I also commend you for is the fact that you are loving yourself and you are, you are making yourself a priority. That's very important. And the fact that you are attracting men is also something, it's so golden. And it, it is a sign that you are doing the right thing. Because when you're doing the right thing, you attract quality men into your life. So continue doing what you're doing. I would say that in regards to trying to juggle all these roles, try not to overwhelm yourself. Focus on your children. Focus on yourself. If there's no space for a relationship right now, put it on hold. Just put it on hold. Have fun with it whenever you have the time. Just get, get to know people when, when you have the time, you know, but put it on hold if it's overwhelming and there are too many, you're juggling too many mm. things at the same time. You can, love will always find you. It will always find you. If it's today, if it's five years from now, if it's 10 years from now, it doesn't matter. Love will always find you. And the thing with children is that they grow so fast. Before you know it, oh, your yes. kids will be off to college or, or wherever. If, if, you know, if college isn't their thing, whatever. But they will be off. They'll be out of your home at some point. And then you can have the time and the space then to focus on dating you know, in a healthy way. And you, you can have your cake and eat it, Joy. You can. <laughs> That's wow. nice to know. <laughs> Have your cake and eat it balance and patience, and it yes. will all come. Absolutely. So let me ask you, Debbie, in, in Joy's case, a, a, a guy who says, I use this line once or twice in my day, <laughs> I'm going to date your kids, and then you're going to come second. Because I want to spend time with them, because I want to get to know them before I get to know you, because I think that your focus is on them, so my focus should be on them. And you're always going to be there. We'll get to you in a little bit. <laughs> 
Is that a good approach or a bad? Did you make that stuff up? I've actually done that. Was it true? Very Did true. You say it? Very true. She had three kids, and I said to her, I says, you're a great lady, but I'm going to get to know your kids. I played ball with them. I had them on teams and everything else. And it ended up happening. She says to me, I think you love my kids more than me. <laughs> so it backfired on me. But uh, honestly, I was had more of a relationship with them than with her. She wasn't what I thought she was. It went sideways and what have you. So that's what happened with me. But honestly speaking, is that a good thing for Joy to do, to have somebody who will relate with her kids deeply or no? Well, Freddie, I, I would say that she must come first. She must come first because the reason why you are in her life and in the lives of her children is because of her. She's the common denominator. Yeah, but she's always going to be there. I mean, she's always going to be well, there. You, well, you must nurture her, Freddie. She's like a plant. You know what? Okay. She's there's this like saying, a plant. There's this saying that goes, when, when, you, when you like something, when, when you like a flower, you pluck it. But when you love a flower, (laughs) yes, but when you love a flower, you water it every day. You nurture it. (laughs) Loving is not, love is not just a feeling. It's, it's, it's an act. You you must, you you don't just feel love. You actually, loving is an act. You know, it's more than just a feeling. You must do things in a relationship. That's what love is. That's a good point. You know, it's it's an action verb. It's an action verb. So she must come first. She must come first ultimately. And then in loving her, obviously you embrace her children because when you love somebody, you love all aspects of them, both good and bad. (laughs) And you learn to work with the good and the bad. So you must focus on her. You must nurture her. You must water that plant every single day, you know, and and then also love her children. But don't neglect her and focus on her children because then she's going to be like, uh, so why are you here? I thought you were here because of me, and now the focus is on my kids. And yeah, I left know me that feeling. Yeah. I know that feeling. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I tried to do the right thing because she couldn't get anybody to date her because she had a lot. Of, she had three kids, and I can. And the, I don't have so, that so problem. So it was, a, it was and, a pity date. Well, she didn't look like you, Joy. So you know, it was a big difference. <laughs> she don't have a problem. Her problem oh, is keeping them out and not. Keeping, not having them in the well, here's, another, here's another question. When you are getting back involved with someone after you've been financially secure, whatever which way, and they have their money and you have your money and everyone has their separate families and children, combined bank accounts, separate, or both? A, a hybrid model. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is a very good question. Oh, Join I want to hear this one. Uh-huh. Oh, Abby, let's wow. Go. <laughs> wait. Good answer. Wow. Put you on the spot on that one. Oh, that, it's, it's, a very, it's a very loaded question. I love it. Um, okay, so the woman has her money. The man has his money. We have our families. We're blending our families together and we're coming together as one, under one umbrella. Fantastic. I love it. Um, I would say that it takes time to trust a person financially, you know, and I I would say that both of you should not jump into having joint accounts or merging accounts together too soon. Take your time to get to know each other. Observe your, your financial habits, both partners' financial habits. And as you move along in the relationship over time, You'll come to realize if, okay, we can join some accounts or all accounts. If, there's no hard and fast rule. 
one thing I would advise you can do is maybe both of you open up an account together as a sort of, as a sort of test run, you know, and maybe start investing. Open an account where you start investing together. And okay, you guys have children. Why don't we open an account for the children? And we're going to be putting money in every month and investing in our children collectively. And let's see how we manage that account together. And then as you see how you guys are working with your money collectively for a common good for this blended family, which obviously is a selfless act, you, it's a way of observing each other and seeing how you, hand, how you both handle money. And as you continue to progress in that relationship, you understand each other better and appreciate each other better and you'll be able to merge your financial entities together or separate or however way you choose to do it. But money, money is energy and money is a form of um, the way you treat your money says a lot about the way you treat yourself. <laughs> really? That's so, ouch. Yeah. That is good, yeah. Whoa. Mm, amen on that one. No, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I want you to think about this. If the man has money and the woman don't have money, does that example still hold? And vice versa. Okay, let's go. Come on. We're going to get a commercial break. When we come back, more to come with Ask Dear Abby. Write in your questions or give us a call. 888-994-4995. Studio A. Abby, you should see everyone nodding their heads over here on the other side of the studio. And they're all women, Abby. That's all I got that say. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Mark Dane's paintings are custom designed specifically for your space. Each design will not only illuminate your space, but will also function as a truly unique light painting. Each piece is handcrafted using various dichroic glass shapes mounted at precise angles on a metal or wood panel. A specific integrated light source strikes the glass shapes to produce a combination of highly saturated colors. The light paintings can be customized to any shape, practically any size, and in any color combination. They can be configured to produce in excess of 5,000 lumens and may be placed on a table, a pedestal, in a niche, or hang on the wall. Come to the gallery at the theater and talk to Mark about placing a piece of his art in your home. Pizza District is the official pizzeria of the Brooklyn Cafe Show. They have amazing deals, great food, and an even better customer connection. Their owner, Nico, runs the friendliest and cleanest pizzeria for miles around. With their pizza made with whole wheat, gluten-free, cauliflower crust, and traditional New York style, you can't go wrong. Plus all the extras like salad and chicken wings. They are a family-run business with a great atmosphere. Call today to order your pizza and tell them the Brooklyn Cafe sent you at 561-961-4163. That's 561-961-4163 for Pizza District. The official pizzeria. Sexy, seductive, and beautiful. Looking for a professional and talented photographer? Danielle Bujan specializes in capturing flirtatious and tasteful images for yourself or your partner. Located in South Florida, Danielle really knows how to bring out your inner beauty on a shoot. Visit her website at www.daniellebuljan.com or call her at 561-305-2241 to capture your most desirable moments. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. 
Now, back to Dawn and Freddy S. Hey guys, I think I'm gonna go in with a bell. You know what I got? I got a cowbell. Cowbell. A cowbell. I'm, I'm burning. I'm burning. I need some I'm Latino burning. beat to that music. That's the music of the Brooklyn Cafe band. Or Blue Oyster Cult. No, we're a band. We're gonna have a bass player. Anybody else play an instrument? Joy, you play an instrument? I used to play the trumpet. I used to play you the trumpet. You still play? I got one there. No, my lips will be bigger. I'm gonna be like, oh, I'll look like one of. The... That's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll wet them <laughs> and stick you on the wall and come back to the tomorrow. <laughs> Bada boom. That was good. That was horrible. That was horrible. Now she is the only one that will get away with that. You get her all laughing over there. You heard that, Abby? Abby, you heard that? Sometimes the benefits of being a woman, you can get away with some things that men can't say, Abby. You can kind of say other things. Like Michelle, I quote you all the time, women smell good and they're soft. If any of these guys said that, no, I'd say to them, you can't say that, but we can say that. But I would agree. Women smell better. and are pretty and they smell good. Not every woman is pretty. Women smell good and they're soft. Some women are not pretty. Uh-uh. They all smell good. And not all of them smell good. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't a bad smell on a woman. There really isn't. Our softer women do smell better than men. Any bad smell a woman has, a man has it worse. That would be Ooh, what you say? Michelle Cancrow. <laughs> We're here with our segment of Ask Dear Abby Love and Relationship Financial Advice Coach. You can always find Abby at askdearabby.com and all over social media. So, Abby, there is the question that you posed. If the man had the money in the account, is it still stand the same? Or the woman, mm-hmm. either or. Let's say it's, it's one has money and the other one doesn't. Well, in a situation like that, um, you have to see what, what are the qualities the person who doesn't have the money brings to the table because money isn't everything. Yes, I did mention earlier that money is energy, but, yes. you know... Um, Money, money is, it, it's, it, it, it's, it grows. And everybody has the ability to make money and to keep it and to expand it. You just have to educate yourself on how to do those things. So I would say that in a situation like that, whomever doesn't have the money right now at the moment, focus on, on the, everybody has qualities, everybody has essences, everybody has strengths and weaknesses. So what are you bringing to the table? If you're not bringing money to the table, what are you bringing to the table? You know, and again, I mentioned earlier about balance, yin and yang. You know, money isn't everything, but you have to be bringing something vital to the table. Are you a nurturer? Are you are you a, a motivator? Are you good at inspiring your partner? Are you bringing other essences to the table that go beyond money? You know, because... I will repeat, money isn't everything. <laughs> it is needed, it is crucial, it is essential to life, but it isn't everything. She can soften, I'm gonna tell you, this one will make snow look like, I know, she's look great. like sunshine. It's not everything, right? And everyone well, comes she can to soften relationships that whole thing with different up. things. 
I know, but you know how many people. And, and let's be honest. If if you're a single woman or a single guy, and you're gonna meet somebody. Does finances come into play if you're gonna be dating them? Honestly speaking, or no? Yes, I tried it, it broke, does. And I'm done with that. So you won't date a broke guy? No. You don't <laughs> date guys anyway. Would you date a broke girl? Not that I necessarily have to be rich either, but they. But have they gotta to have to something. You know. To take care of yes. Because I'm not yeah. taking care of anybody else. Yes, thank you. Got you, got you, got you. Uh, women with money. I mean, also, it also depends on the stage of life you're in. It also depends on the stage of life you're yeah, in. Yeah, no, I'm going yeah. across the gamut here. I got 50s, 40s, 30s, and 20s. Come back to me. Vinny, you would date a woman with no money? Yeah, Vinny would. I can see it. Vinny would date. He has it. This guy's the biggest softie I've ever seen. He's like the good humor truck. Vinny would make like the best boyfriend because you're so considerate. Would you date a broke woman? Yeah, why not? See? You? No. Hard pass. Well, hard pass on a broke yeah, <laughs> it'll be a hard pass. But oh, oh, what is it? A woman with like you know, I can't say rich, but you know, at least she can you know take care of herself financially wise. Not that rich, but You're I rich would go. Out. But I, I tried. A, I tried a girl. I'm going off my spin. I tried a girl that was no hard pass. Hard pass. That was my check. It's like the old saying says, "I've dated, I've dated poor, and I dated rich." And I rich a whole lot at better. Least, Doesn't mean least, I won't. At least up to me, up to par with me. I just can't say. Because I, I tried it. And it was a hard pass. But that's why, Abby, your advice is so good. Because you help women find that security within themselves. That they then have the choice to date whomever they want at whatever financial level, what other family relationship levels. Because they are so empowered and love themselves so much that everything else is just extra that you can add to the cake. It's like that extra yes. level of icing. And you know what? Once you're good with yourself, then it's all good. Yes, definitely, Dawn. Definitely. That yeah. First, and, and, you know, just, oh, go ahead, Fred. That first layer, I think it's the vital layer, is the one that you are establishing like yourself, learning yourself. Love you. Yep. Once you do that, then yeah. anything yeah. you build on that thing is going to be on a solid foundation. And I applaud that. And it's funny because yeah. you, have a, you have a different way of presenting not this point not this point but right in the middle and you give everything a softer tone you ever notice you you're like you're like silk remember i used to call it <laughs> slick silk she's very silky like she doesn't tell you right wrong and different it up correctly yeah she like delivers that whole dear abby thing well let me ask you abby will you you help women not only with finances and with finding love would you help them learn to love and respect themselves it's 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 part oh yes that that's part of it that's part of what i do in the love department you know because i always my mantra is in order to find love you must first love yourself that that's that's the foundation i have a three-step i have a three-step formula that i've come up with and, and, and i i am writing a book by the way and um there's a three-step formula that i have come up with the dear abby formula the stages of finding and keeping love and stage one is love yourself first. Stage two is be open and surrender to love. And stage three is when you do find love, when you do find that now, when you do find that marriage, continue to be a student of life and continue to learn how to grow, nurture, and evolve that relationship. 
nurture really loving yourself first it's kind of what you and yes. i were talking about today and this was a man we were talking about who's in the process of a relationship breakup and he's devastated yeah. as a matter of fact that called a friend of ours to help him i gotta tell you i'm exhausted <laughs> because i'm looking at my life i've had a lot of wacky relationships in my life i, I won't lie very wacky and now you've pointed out i wish i had known you like 50 years ago because I started at nine. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had known you 50 years ago. I would have made less mistakes, man. Yeah, you know, I it's like, really, yeah. I mean, think about I wish it. I would knew her, like, I would say if I, if I knew you like 60 years ago, I probably would have ended something that I had and then would have been on my own thing without overthinking. Well, that's interesting. What, why would you have ended it? Because I felt like I was seeing the red flags, but I was giving the benefit of the doubt. You were in denial. No, I was giving benefit of the doubt. That's how much you like this woman. You in denial. Yeah, it don't work. Deny. It don't work. Deny. And then, just, like, it it work, <laughs> and, then I, and then she could have like you know because right now like I deal with a lot of overthinking. So like I say a year and a half since I've not been with this woman and I've been like you know frugally shopping around. Frugally? Yeah, you know, shopping around. You know, wow. There's a lot of ladies out here. But I think it's you're like, you're like the Jews in the desert right now. You're lost. <laughs> oh me. <laughs> no, not so certain, no. But we've been so found now that yeah. it's scary. That's why I that's why and I picked that up. It's scary how found we are now. At least found. Now, the before we get we, we let you go, I want to ask you one question. A friend of mine is listening to this because I asked him to listen to this question. He was okay. married for a certain number of years. She had a son, and he was very involved with the son, and now they are broken up, and he's devastated. Okay. And when I tell you devastated, he is beyond comprehension of the word devastation. I try to talk to him and tell him, listen, I need you just to sit down and learn you and be you. What kind of words can you give him? Because he's listening right now that will help him maybe overcome this rough spot. Okay, the, the, the child. The child was the child with both of them or with the previous The child belonged to the mom and she's gone with the mom and they're, they're broken up. Okay, okay. I would say that um, my my dear friend, whoever you might be, wherever you are, um, I commend you for your devotion in that relationship. And you know, a lot of times we don't we don't celebrate our men enough. We don't we don't appreciate them enough. You know, and a lot of us women, you know, want to want to give this impression or give this image of men being dogs and all that stuff. And it's not true. It's not true. Men go through things. They, they go through issues in relationships and in life. And some men have been hurt by toxic women. Just the same way women complain about being hurt or cheated on or lied to by men. Men also get hurt and bruised by women in relationships. And I would say to you, my dear friend, have the courage to just focus on yourself and heal and give yourself the time to heal. You don't, don't be in a hurry or in a rush to get into something new because you don't want a situation where you're carrying these residual hurts and pains into a new relationship. And then you're making this new woman suffer yeah. for, for issues that you had in your previous relationship. Give yourself the time to heal, you know, give yourself that time to heal. Don't hurt anybody while you're going through the healing process. Don't scar or emotionally bruise any new mate or partner. Heal and just continue to work on yourself. Invest in yourself. Work on your own spirit and your own soul and your own heart. And eventually you will come out of that rot and that funk you're in. And when you do come out of it, 
then you can open yourself up to love again. Very nice. Nice. Abby, that was Thank beautiful. You. Yeah, Very nice. More to come. My pleasure. With Abby, I want you to ask Dear Abby. You can find her at Dear Abby, ask Dear and all over social media. Abby, thank you so much. That was amazing. More to come. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Good Bye-bye. segment. And look out for Abby in uh, Digit City. We're going to be working with the kids on Digit City. It's something that, that Slick, me, and Vinny, and you were talking about with the, the gang. And, um, I think what we're going to do is going to post a question in Digit City. If you can answer the question, maybe they win a prize. I want to, I want to do a call to action with the Digit City piece. I think it's hilarious. AskYourAbby.com. A lot of advice. A lot of things going on. A lot of different layers, especially now with finances and children. And mm-hmm. well, we didn't even scratch the surface. For yourself you got to love you first, lo- right? You got to love yourself a hundred percent. You know what I've noticed though that your generation, the younger generation. When you get married and you get involved with your significant other, mm-hmm. you're still taking time out for themselves. The guys are doing their boys' weekend. The girls do their weekends away. They do their own bachelor, bachelorette parties. They travel with their friends much more than my when generation do you, Where did. do you see that? A lot. Really? I'm shocked. Is yeah, that well, we do, but like... You do? You hang do. out with him? Oh, no, I hang out with him, but I hang out with other people too. Your brothers? A lot of sketchy. No, not my brothers. My brothers... They're like me, but we're we're four different paths. We do. Different I've seen things. a lot of guys' trips, girls' trips, yeah. separate bank accounts, but yet then there's a joined together household bank account to pay the household expenses, but they keep their own account separate. I've seen a lot of that. It's an interesting new perspective. I kind of want to. I want to dig deeper into that. It's interesting. So, if that applies to you at all, let us know. Eight 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 nine nine four four nine nine five Studio A. Ready to rock and roll? You got some afternoon things coming up? Yes, we got some meetings. Some meetings, and congratulations to Ready, Set, Go Beyond as they celebrate their two-year anniversary on That's WWNN tonight, yeah. with Amp Media Productions and Amp 2 TV. So, Jordana Foster, congratulations to you. A fantastic two years as you enter your third season. Really, really spectacular, and we love having you as a part of our family. Have a great day, everyone. Be safe. Be kind to each other. And as wear always, your mask. Wear your mask and don't be late tomorrow. We'll see you then. Bye bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the last from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow The Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at The Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time.
electric eyes It doesn't mean that time can pick in every single breath I want to unfreeze my heart and fly away That's why I want to save Sound waiting deep inside my maze of sweeping thrills and colors. 